All right, Anton, this is the first uh, audio journal. Uh, Anton and Aviv. Audio journal. So what do you want to talk about? I don't know. Do you have any ideas? Well. Sorry, I'm, I'm a little bit off guard because I have so much, so many, so many things on a weekend to so many thoughts. That's what I hate about my job. It's like it, it throws away all of my kind of like actual things because it's like takes away so much uh, brain power. Um, you kind of like, for, like not forget sort of like uh, get away from the. Uh, it takes you away from the line of thinking that you have. You know, you know what I mean. No, it's totally. Like, you know, all day you, you like for example, for, like for example last like four days I was like uh, I had two extra weekends uh, Thursday Friday and it kind of got me in this groove you know like I'm back to my arts like back to what I want to do suddenly it's like feels like the whole world opens up again to you and then you like have so many things to what you want to talk about even have so much to say but then like Monday comes and like back to work and it's like all like like uh so not related to what you were thinking about all week. Yeah. And then you kind of like, like for, not forget, but sort of like your brain kind of have to like, for, like uh, move away from that and sort of think about work thing because it takes so much brain power. Do you understand what I mean? It's like, it's it's weird to explain maybe. It's like, because it's so re not related to anything that I... No, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> yeah, uh, we're all slaves. It throws me off. It throws me off every time. Like over the weekend, I had such a great run. Like I, I had like good, like I had sold a bunch of NFTs. And let's start that, with that. How, how, how is that going? I don't know. I don't understand how market works in a way that, like, I would post week. Like for example, two weeks ago, I post a new work, and it completely like went under, like completely went ignored. Um, and. Um, and I couldn't understand why. It kind of like it completely was zero traction. So it, it, like it, what it told me, it's like okay, no one more likes the work, I guess. So I just moved on. I just don't uh, dwell on this. So I started doing a new one, and I'm like, okay, when do I post this one? I probably like okay, I will not post this one on Friday night because I feel like maybe that's why it was the previous work didn't do very well, because like when you post on Twitter. If not, like, you know, like a Friday night, no one's on Twitter, everybody's sleeping or partying or like a, getting ready for the weekend, like, you know, maybe less traffic. And then for some reason, I'm like, okay, uh, I was like, I'll post this work on Thursday. So I didn't end up posting on Thursday. I'm like, oh, fuck. Um, I don't want to push it to the weekend. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to post, I'm, I'm just going to mint it, this new work. And leave it like, and only announce it on Saturday. So like, uh, so I, I do the minting part today and on Friday, and then uh, we'll announce it on Saturday evening or something. You know, like when people like had enough uh, rest or what, whatnot. So anyway, so I just did that, and I, like on Friday, all I did is just posted link and didn't say anything about it. Just like link, just drop the link, like a like a like a stealth link. See if anyone picks up. And guess what? Like, like in we feel like fifteen minutes, I sold two of those NFTs right away. Like, like it's minted, and I minted one piece, 
And I'm like, why does it show that I already have it available at one one of five? Like it must must have like didn't work. So I try again. And then also with only later with a little bit of luck, it says, oh, it's been sold. Basically, once I minted it, once it's been like online, someone bought it up right away. Right. And I was like, wow. And like, <clears throat> and then one guy right away on, on the Twitter just tells me, oh, dude, I missed you. Uh, like, oh, oh, no, he said like this. He's like, uh, he just replies below the link. Are you going to mint one more? And like, oh, this guy must have bought this one. And that's why he is like saying you have to mint one more if you want another one to be available. I'm like, oh, dude, you bought this one. You bought this one. That's amazing. Like, I didn't realize like it went so fast. And he's like, no, no, I didn't buy. I missed it. I'm like, oh, okay. I just minted a second one. And rep- and he replies later. Yeah, I know. I just picked up the second one. I saw you, you had another one available. So I picked up that one up. I'm like, cool. I have to do one more. So I mint one more. Uh, make it available, one more available, and it get picked up within the next 30 minutes. So basically, Jesus. in less than an hour, I sold three pieces right away. And how much and are I you could, selling these pieces for? Uh, I started with 15 Tezos. It's nothing, it's not much. Uh, but I mean, by Tezos standards, it's quite like a, it's a medium, it's a, a medium size. It's like, you're not known at all. So it's like, it's pretty good price. People usually sell for like two, three tests. I had like a limited amount only though. I had like five copies. So I sold three. First two were sold at 15 and second uh, and third one was sold at 20. So I post another one at 20 and uh, one more, uh, I will post at like 30 eventually. But at the same time, like since that Friday night, nothing been sold again. That's it. It's like just that moment I sold right away all free and uh, and nothing being bought uh, right as of right now, nothing being bought again. So it's like, it's it's a weird, it, it's like I'm just getting lucky on Twitter. Like, you know, someone picked up, just saw it quickly. I have no idea what exactly it is. So are you always uh, advertising them on the site? Uh, well, I mean, Twitter is kind of the king of uh, promoting the work because Instagram is dead. Instagram is like, just here's my art and people just look at it. They don't like it. They just look at it <laughs> and keep scrolling, right? Twitter is like where people kind of engage over each other. You know, like um, I didn't tell, I, did I tell you about this, what I just like realized about Twitter? Did I, have I told you about this Twitter thing? Uh, like, not sure. Maybe not. Like I realized that Twitter has become it's like a Twitter is like a such a like a genius app. <laughs> I'm gonna promote Twitter right now. Like I noticed Twitter, like Twitter somehow, it's 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 I, I don't even know how they did it, but somehow they figured out human psychology. Like they extracted the most basic important piece about human interaction and like to managed to implement that as an app, like manifest it as an app where people can actually manifest the principle of communications. Like when like you 
tweet quickly something, right? You have an idea in your brain, you tweet it. People see it. It's not just people see it. Oh my God, that's a genius thought you had, you know? Like, it's not just that people can speedball of your thoughts and make your thought their own uh, um, their own content. So they yeah. turn your content into their own content by retweeting it. And, and they also say what they think about it. So you don't have to create content. Your content is basically could be your, your reaction to something that someone already already created or reacted to. So it's like a it's like a conversation that you can always pick up and like here's what I think about it, you know. Totally. And that's how it like makes everything viral. Also, that's how it makes it all contagious and people get angry there because I get fucking pissed off just <laughs> seeing people's talking, you know. Like you know, yeah. when something is trending, I realize why people because I like till like last month I had I never used Twitter. I thought it was like dead app to me. It's like I thought Instagram is the best, and like because I'm too, for artists, I thought Twitter is really weird. All these tweets, retweets, like you know, like uh, I don't understand a quote retweet. Nothing made sense to me. But now I kind of figured out how it works. It's absolutely genius to me. Like you know, I don't even know how Instagram still a thing after this. Because you can put your images on Twitter. I mean, it's not the best to create like a Pinterest style kind of albums, obviously. But that's what Instagram is. It's just a dead portfolio in a way. It's like you exist on Twitter and Instagram is just your portfolio where you kind of like, eh, yeah, if you want to just see images and not me talk, talk, not me talking, go to my Instagram. You know, there's like my uh, image dump. And I, right. and I realized like Twitter is very different. Twitter is about you specifically, like a, you are the content, you know? And your art is sort of like a, like a, it, it, your art is like kind of secondary. Art is kind of like your clothing, you know? Like totally. they look at you and they look at you, what you're wear, wearing, you know, it kind of manifests your uh, sort of credibility in a way. Um, and reason why you 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 doing what you're doing, but in in a way like Twitter is so much better for, and specifically not just like showing your art. It's not that what it is because when you just when I even post my image, people are like oh cool image amazing, but what you saying about your own image or a collector sees it and like okay I like it and then they buy it and they tell you that or you or like they, you tell them oh them that this work just been sold. People react to sales much more strongly than to your actual work. Sort of like the best part about your art is if it sells. <laughs> people don't even care. I don't care usually what art it is, but I, people, but I, I have like most reaction to like, wow, this work all been sold. Interesting. Why? You don't even look at the work itself. It's like you most are like looking at, okay, what's this guy's about? Why, why he sells? How many followers he has? You know, it, it's not really about the work itself as much as like, what's happening around it like right. the, the the true kind of manifestation of value and per, perception of value is around the art itself than in art art is sort of like a maybe like a catalyst for a collector but then after that all around this noise that happens it's usually about like the sales and the sale action you know Right. Even like if you don't, even if you don't sell, you just say, "Hey guys, this work 
I have like five left. Uh, in two hours, I burn them all. Pick up while you have a chance. That triggers more sales probably, or even more action around. It's exciting. It suddenly become exciting, sort of like a, like a cocaine. You know, it's like you react to it. Oh, it's amazing. Like people retweet that, you know, because it's kind of like a ballsy move. You you destroy your work unless it sells. You know, like you're giving me two two hour time frame. It creates a sense of urgency, and people kind of like like that. I even do this. Like I'm like, wow, this guy is about to to burn all his work. And when I say that, it it it's interesting for me to retweet because it 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 allows me to create my own content by just saying that, you know, like you know what I mean. Because yeah. artists promote each other as well because it kind of creates this network effect. Like you helping your fellow artists to sell, you know. Like for example, I would buy someone's artwork and I was like, "This is an amazing piece of art. Like, uh, like only two left, you know." And uh, one of my followers will see, or like I don't know, Twitter, um, Twitter algorithm probably. Oh, there's a lot of retweets around this guy, so I'm gonna elevate his like this messaging thing uh, and expose to more people. It kind of creates that effect. More people now start seeing it, you know. Totally. So how many pieces have you sold in total, do you think, at this point? Uh, oh, I have no idea. Uh, I know statistically, like, because I have it on one of the apps that kind of collects data about uh, your minting, like uh, about your uh, artwork, NFTs. Um, and it says that I have like about 20 pieces minted. Um, on average, I have like five, seven copies of each. So it's like whatever, multiply it. And um like like three of like all of my works are sold three of them still available in in all of those three like three like a 201 copy still available you know um but uh i have like the one i told you about that i posted a couple of weeks ago and it didn't sell sorry um, so so sorry so um so what's the sorry what's the sum I, I didn't catch the sum there of like how many oh, i have no idea like a hundred like i mean like uh original like uh original pieces is like about 18 19 pieces and then and then you uh you sell several of them more than once because you make several copies yeah exactly so majority of them all been sold but i, I also i also burn extra copies because sometimes i make like 10 copies and like only eight will sell so, so just like okay i'm burning the rest gotcha yeah. to keep the supply limited yeah i mean sometimes i just say okay two hours and i'm burning this like and someone will actually buy and they'll burn like only one left over or something you know so okay so um um so i i yeah i mean has your perspective changed at all about nfts uh uh recently or would you say um uh, I, I i don't i don't know what like i mean i remember our conversation when we had it um that you said like this technology is quite not good and whatnot we have to we have to separate like there's so many parties involved i understand the way your um your skepticism comes from but you're only skeptical about one aspect of the whole this thing about nfts at the moment like 
there's such thing as art world, you know, and art world always lives in bubbles. Like it comes comes and goes in waves. You know, like um, when you say like NFT is kind of like it's a it's a scam or whatnot. It doesn't give you what you really want. Um, and now my argument was, well, it doesn't matter <laughs> because um, it's. It, I think it your words would really matter if, for example, NFTs contracts were applicable to business at the moment. For example, like if there was like some business system involved, like uh, that is not just selling art. Let's say there was some commodities being sold like this or through NFTs or some business models being built around it, like you know, like where a lot of businesses being affected and like a lot of people's lives being affected in a fundamental way. Like when it comes to art, oh sorry, art, it's it's very different. You know, it's like a it's already a made up system in the first place. And I guess maybe that's why it works. Because um, we don't really, it's kind of like becomes like a thing, it doesn't really matter because you have NFT websites like uh, Super Rare, Rarible, Nifty Gateway, right? Like all these guys, uh, Hikatnan. Um, actually, this Hikatnan um, platform where I'm right now, it's the biggest platform for sales at the moment. Like they had someone derived statistics about all these platforms and they found out that Hikatnan has the majority of art right now established on, which is quite amazing. Um, anyway, so let me get back to, to the point I was trying to make. It's a very long point. Because the, the system is made up and all these like platforms, they provide this kind of ecosystem, right? Like um, they become sort of like, a, uh, not gatekeepers, but more like sort of like a, establishment for keeping the um keeping it all valid in a way verified or whatnot like um uh, uh keep gives credibility to all of that and in the art world it's like that's what usually happens in the conventional art world it's the same thing it's a bunch of made-up institutions like uh, art critics, galleries, right? Like it's it's all kind of very decentralized in a way already. Um, uh, Christie's, Sotheby's, uh, big galleries, right? It's like a network of established uh, credible institutions that kind of keep it all together. You know, they say this is art is good, this is not good, this one is famous now because we say it so. You know, it's all pretty much artificially made up by a bunch of people. It's not like born out of like a fundamentals that like uh, like like for example born like like a, let's say like a business model of Tesla or something right. Um, it's all born out of like a few people like uh, seeing some artists that pretty good. We kind of made up this whole culture already, right? It's all kind of sits on this like a. Uh, fundamentals of culture and we kind of say oh this is fresh this is new this is interesting right that's how it kind of works and then we suddenly but then the collectors come in and they become like they completely sort of um take like they create bubbles the collectors really create bubbles like artists create a work great work right let's say and then when price action happens when collector collects and they start selling your artwork that's not in your control anymore. It create and that's when the bubbles all all these bubbles start creating, right? 
and those bubbles crash, but nothing really happens when it crashes because what all it means is like artists got money and the collector just sits on a pile of artwork that maybe he can't sell this decade and he has to wait for some time before artists get gains more credibility and there will be like more price action on this, the same artist again. So that's what, for example, like NFTs works because of that. You know, it crashes, but it crashes without stakes. I mean, I guess the question I have for you is like, um, what would what would convince you otherwise? Well, nothing needs to convince me. I'm, I'm, I, I, I can agree with you, but the thing is, like right now, it's sort of like it works. I'm selling this work, and I get get paid. So even this, even if this system crashes. The, the 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 most fundamental thing we all get out of it something has to take replace it right away doesn't matter what it's going to be if we go back to conventional dollars doesn't matter give me a very simple payment system that kind of does the same thing where our, our collector goes around the website press the button and buys it but it's not even just that it's also very important that they like i understand you said you said that nfts don't work in a way that don't provide authenticity. But at this time of point of time, everybody convinced that it does. This hash thing that provides the authenticity to specific JPEG file or MP4 file, uh, a video file of some kind. Like, give us that system that works. If this crashes, something will replace it and it will be inevitable. That's gonna just be replaced by something else. You know? Yeah, I think, I think, uh... I mean, the challenge here is that NFTs are essentially, they're a bubble that's trying to convince you, like Anton, that you're like, you're worth it and that you can, you can sell stuff online. And it's a very like, it's a very like sexy um, and appealing like proposition, right? Right. And it's hard for you to be objective in this because it like if, if you find out NFTs are a bubble, it's like, wait a minute, moment. So I'm not going to get paid like in a year from now, this is not going to be here. And the answer is, yeah, that's right. In, in less than a year from now, all of this will be gone. None of this will be remembered. No one will care about this. And, um, and it's, it's not like I'm happy about that. Right. I wish we lived in a world where NFTs were what they claim they are, but they're not. And because they're not, all that happens is a lot of people, just get sucked into it um and they're trying to like like they're like flipping houses they're not really even in it for houses it's not like they need a place to live they're just mm -hmm. putting money in to flip and that's what people are doing they're flipping stuff on on tezos and if not even if they're not flipping like let's say for example someone genuinely thinks it's a cool thing right um this is like fidget spinners you know people are like oh fidget spinners are so cool and then a month goes by and you can't find a fidget spinner because everyone who had them, they just move on to the next thing. So you have two types of people that are buying NFTs. One, the type of person that thinks it's the new weight loss, you know, uh, course, right? Like, you know how every, every day there's a new weight loss course that's being sold, which is bullshit. Or two, it's people that are trying to make money and they're just going to get eventually burned. Um, and so the, the, the problem is you're not really building a happy base, right? That, that's the real issue is that you, what you want is you want 
consumers that are happy, right? So like right now, for example, with, with me, like you have, a, you have a consumer that's happy. Like I have your paintings. They're not like hidden. They're not like in storage. They're like hung up on walls, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm happy with them. And I'll probably be happy like indefinitely. Um, so that's kind of what you want. And the problem is that, you know, the people that have your artwork, like they have it on Hiket Nun, they have it on Tezos, but like, this is so obscure. You know what I mean? Like even, even when you talk to someone today and you say, Oh, I have it on a blockchain. They, they might even know what Ethereum is, but they're not going to know what Tezos is. And well, it's still not like an argument. It's, it doesn't matter because I don't care what, like, I don't, because our world is already pretty small, very small circle of people. Like you don't need everyone to know what the hell it is, because those people will like will not buy your work in any way. They will just go on your Instagram and like, okay, well, I've, I I can have his work on Instagram. Why do I have to pay for it? Go ahead, go do that. That's fine. This whole collecting thing, it's like it's a small circle of people who are, who who already knows what it's all about. They're already in it. You don't need to to explain anything to anyone. It just become like sort of like a a medium, um, and and I feel like they will be sort of like a, at some point they will be like, like a uh, a way to bridge away from one network to another. Like that's what basically Cardano has done recently. They're building bridges to all other uh, cryptocurrency blockchains, like uh, I mean NFT type, so they can transfer the like what is it so like even even this claim, right so i actually happen to know what you what you're talking about with what mm-hmm. you're saying right now and it's one of those things where um i know the the specific topic because i read it and i followed it and i had a discussion with uh with someone else in the business about it but it's not it's not what you're describing um which means that again you're, you're being misled about what's what's being sold right and it's like it's not helping you so, so in other words, like Cardano isn't making a bridge for other cryptocurrencies. What Cardano is doing is they copy pasted the Ethereum code base, which is shit. So they copied a shit code base made by a 19 year old Russian boy, right? That could have been improved on greatly. They copy pasted that and they did that so that people who build Ponzi schemes on Ethereum can copy and paste the code onto Cardano. It's not really a bridge. There is a way to build bridges, by the way. I've worked on projects that build bridges. Very complicated, not very simple. Uh, It's very hard, cryptographically challenging, but that's not what they're doing. All they're doing is just copy pasting the platform so people can like take their concepts and move it to them. It's like if I stole Twitter and I just literally copy pasted the entire tweeting mechanism so that anyone who's good at tweeting and Twitter can just quickly jump onto my platform. But it's not like anything you know, interesting, and your NFTs won't be transferable. Um, but even if they were, it's 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 it, it, it gets, yeah. Well, again, you you're giving me this, like, like I I get I I I have to just basically say okay, I trust you because, um, I mean at the same time like when I listened to like uh, when I was like. I have to trust people like you telling me this is legit or not legit essentially because when i 
listen to like Chess Hoskins when he explains how they've done this bridge. It sounds like they've done their work. They improved on it. Or they did a like much better version than Ethereum. Essentially, that's what at least he claims. Right. So you, I don't know if he lied. I mean, is he lying about it? I don't know. Maybe, maybe you could be right about it. I have no idea. So, so you have a guy who's like 28 years old or like 32, 33 years old. He's running a very large unregulated security. It's made a ton of money. It's done none of its promises. Like Cardano has literally built nothing. Well, we will find out soon, but they finally roll out in when in, in end of uh, June and July. I'm not sure when the schedule. So here's what's interesting, right? One of the one of so we, we I learn a lot about different styles of scamming, and 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 one of the things I learned about scamming is that there's so many tactics. It gets endless. A good tactic is you push uh, the deadline further down so at any moment people are like we'll just wait until six months from now wait until a year from now and this is a scam like a lot of companies today like i look at amazon look at tesla i don't have to wait six months from now like there are things today that are excellent right cardano has nothing today that's excellent it's been like six years it's been a long time it was, it was a 2016 2017 ico scam raised a ton of money to promote um, uh, gambling in Asia, completely pivoted to Africa when it was clear that people would would, would buy into it if it was more um, SJW. And um, yeah, I mean, proof of stake is almost provably a bad idea. You know, it's, um, but the, 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 the problem is that these things are pulling people in, such as yourself. And like, like, like it, it gets people like yourself to have strong views on something you don't know about. I mean, all. I don't have a strong view. I mean, like, I... Well, you hold <sighs> Cardano, right? Hmm? You hold Cardano. Yeah, I do, but like... No, no, no. So watch, watch, watch. Do you have a strong view on Tesla? No, I don't care for Tesla. Okay, do you hold Tesla? Mm, no. Excellent. So that's what we mean when we say we don't have a strong view. No, I mean, like, I no, we don't I, have financial. Don't interests. explain to me what I, I know what you mean. I'm saying, like, I just didn't buy Tesla because, like, there's a better ways to like other places to invest. And like, just it, it's a bear market in stock market right now. So it's uh, pointless to invest in it. It's literally the largest bull market in the stock market ever. We're all time highs right now. What are you talking about? Overall, yeah, not specific, not not some specific stocks. You have to like really. Um, oh, you mean it's bare for Tesla? Yeah, like for okay. technology stocks because that's the ones that I understand better than others. Like I, I don't understand uh, all these conventional stocks that already kind of run up, as you said, like they all time high. So there's no point to invest in those either. Why they were all time high two years ago? Who? All the same stocks. Which ones? No, I'm talking. Uh, okay. Let's not go this rabbit hole because it's like it's a stupid. Um, well, no, no, we I mean, discuss the, stocks now for half an hour. No, no, but, but I'm saying, I'm saying, like, notice how y there are philosophies that you hold that are are they they they're, they're just not very well grounded. So, for example, like let's let just like you just mentioned right now, you know, don't buy something that's all time high. That's a terrible piece of investment advice because something that grows regularly, like Amazon. Amazon was at all time high for 98% of its lifetime, right? Well, because it's constantly growing. Again, you see you you now you you, you create an argument with 
now it for me to disprove you make you wrong i have to explain about amazon and go into details about amazon because amazon already ran so hard and they run hard only because of money printing recently just like everything else but they were like one of the biggest beneficiaries of that because they also have all these like uh, governmental like they don't pay any taxes they've okay been, so cardano been, is entirely pumped by money printing but much worse by the way because it's it's much more illegal it's 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 shadow banking so cardano i don't know 70 percent we agree it's a fact that 70 percent of cardano is being staked right now so okay. you can people so people locking down their cardano it's like kind of gives you kind of um gives you credibility alone because people trusted enough to sort of uh, not at all not at all dash had much higher percentage of staking but not just that and dash was way bigger of a scam and it collapsed really hard um if a currency promises more returns by staking we would expect a hundred percent of the currency to be staked why would anyone not stake staking is just a great way to convince people to not move or or sell Mm -hmm. but when panic happens everyone sells yeah, I guess so. I'm, I'm. I understand what you mean, and I will start believing you more once they fail at their promises. Um, that's not. I, trust me, that's not when you're going to start believing me. You're going to start believing me more when what happened in 2018 happened, and happens, and it's literally the same. Here's what happens: at first, the media attacks it, price starts to collapse, scams explode. Maybe not even Cardano left and right everything is tanking everyone is upset all you hear is suicide stories and stories of <laughs> loss and failure and seriously well i mean you'll hear from the people who are invested to like uh they were like uh life-changing money you know what I mean? well so right now anton don't, you're don't literally invest. in the largest unregulated casino in the world yeah. like you're you're surrounded by gambling addicts uh, yeah well i'm so well exactly there's like people who are actually there for good reasons there's also speculators who are there for bad reasons right there's um, only speculators right that, that, that that's the issue right sure i guess so maybe i don't know maybe i'm sure there's a lot of people who actually just like in and out kind of type for sure i mean yeah, i probably I mean, one of them too like i i won't exactly and that's what happened is like you and i both became speculators even yeah. though we came for good reason we end yeah. up becoming speculators because the speculation is so high it's like look if you make me work at a deli in a las vegas casino i'll probably start gambling because mm -hmm. if i'm constantly surrounded by gambling it's going to cross my mind if i'm constantly <laughs> surrounded by indoor drinking indoor smoking you don't think i'm going to start drinking and smoking indoors i might Mm-hmm. You know? And so I just don't know I just don't know how is this different than gold. Like Oh, I mean that's easy. For starters, gold doesn't have this level of speculation because again, gold doesn't move the way that crypto moves, right? A big thing about scams is that it's about how big and how fast the scam is. The faster the scam So you're basically telling me that gold is just a very slow scam. <laughs> well, gold is 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 not a scam. Well, it is a scam in a way too, because I see no difference between gold and like basically any like uh, cryptocurrency at the moment because they don't well, do much. Well, 10% of gold is actually used in, in, in electronics and 40% is more uh, than jewelry. It. We all know that's not what, but that just doesn't justify the price at all. 
if we just leave only gold as a uh, as a as a metal the price it has right now makes no fucking sense you have to agree on that like it's really not that yeah but the, but but uh it's because be a lot of anything. people a lot of governments just collect a lot of gold and hold it as a way to store value like how is that different it's just it's just in a different it's, it's the same exact thing it's just uh um i guess the only thing it kind of like a very as uh, it's like a much slower scam and it's like lasting scam <laughs> it's like a thousand years lasting scam in a way right um i, I just yeah. don't I, when, when we say that cryptocurrency is a scam we all have to suddenly agree that in fact all this gold bullshit is also a scam and then we have to start talking about well then what can we possibly trust what where can we store the value right if we're talking about it and yeah. i i feel like again if you have to like pick a store of value i would probably pick something like cryptocurrency of some kind if it's not a bitcoin i'm not I'm specifically not saying it has to be bitcoin because i don't know how perfect it is like because it's become like a cult at this point and i'm not a mathematician just to go on my own and sort of make a more investigation in math and in cryptography to find out i just have to just simply blindly agree that it's in fact very secure and very good at storing the value it's not even storing the value don't forget it's it's also like like um efficient way to move store of value gold is hustle like imagine i'm a billionaire like it's a hustle to move gold right i mean that's why people just keep their money in stock how much options. do you think a million dollars of gold weighs I don't know enough that it would be extremely difficult to go through the border without telling anyone about it and not being stopped at the border. <laughs> That's what it is. I mean, maybe I mean, you can also smuggle. Don't, it for, don't forget. Don't forget. Bitcoin is not just storage of value. It's also like being independent. It's like taking away power from government because government can control your gold, right? Or where you're going with your gold. Why are you going to this country? You have to declare it. Or did you tax it? Did you do this? Did you do that? Like, where did you get so much gold? Why did you, like, you know, like, it's it's like, it's like people just like that they don't have to report anything to anyone, right? That's right. So what, I'm guessing you use like privacy tools. Yeah. It's like, it's like, a, it's like none of, it's none of business where my value goes. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't think anyone ultimately, um, it's like, I feel like if it's again, if it's not Bitcoin, it has to be something else. Um, and that's what we probably will remove all of that um, speculation out of it or gives at least proper legitimacy because governments brushing it off like idiots because they shouldn't. I think they should take advantage of it and like, oh, wow, we can actually make connected to your passport and we can control you even more. At least not control you even more. We make and make controlling you more efficient for all of us. Right now, there's so much bureaucracy around paperwork, right, to keep it all legitimate and and avoid um, uh, fraudulent paperwork, right? Like like now you have some sort of number in cryptography that kind of like safe. I'm assuming there should be like, or at least it's possible that it could be very very safe. At the same time, we can hook up all your taxes to it. We can. And again, like deflationary factor, right? Like 
like the reason why we have this surge of crypto uh, cryptocurrency is not because we all want to be in speculators and be in a scam it's because the game of a dollar and earning money is so fucking broken that you have have no choice but speculate now you know what i mean like you basically i i i made savings last year and what the fuck now all my savings like what 30 percent less i lost my savings because the Warrens start printing money and they don't print money because for my own good they're printing money because they they know it gives them power deflate like inflating dollar gives them power and gives them liquidity that they need them to rebuild bridges or whatnot whatever they, they do like whatever they the communism they're building around us right now you know i mean communism is like more control that aspect of communism you know you kind of like oh don't worry we'll take care of you we're government we'll love you listen to us you know how that ends right um I that's mean, why people do people people are so desperate they and, and here's a cryptocurrency right around like here's deflationary it's like you like like you know promise of like uh you're gonna get richer what what do you think the word inflation and deflation means as an, as an example well i mean what like like whatever whatever it means i'm not gonna you want me to explain in my own words well here's what i'll say like i just i just had an interview with david gerard which is about to go live tomorrow yeah. and he, he wrote a book uh about how blockchain is, is is quite silly uh for quite a lot of things and one thing he mentioned was that the the crypto community has a real problem of taking words that exist in like stock market mm -hmm and finance and literally giving them the right. wrong definition. So a, a, a classic word is the word inflation. So according to you, inflation means printing money, right? No, That's inflation what... is not specifically printing money. Printing money creates inflation. Sorry. Right. That's how you want to, if you want to go into details. Okay. So in that case, let me ask you in the last six weeks, where have you seen more inflation? Have you seen more of it in Bitcoin or with us dollars? <laughs> Gas prices right like i mean that's the biggest like obviously itv will not cost as much more because technology become cheaper you will just buy one year old tv if you can if you can afford the new one um but like uh let's say groceries like eggs already more expensive like a dollar more expensive i noticed like <laughs> bread and eggs kind of the biggest uh items that kind of cost instantly more right um what else fruits already like i'm looking at all fruits a dollar one dollar extra just add a dollar like simple math <laughs> like peaches used to be like last year like under like 2.99 now it's like 4.99 it's like actually not even a dollar it's like two dollars uh but I'm, I'm just giving it a uh uh, uh so what is it? a slack oh, because just... of time yeah i'll just say that this isn't what the word inflation means if we're using the correct economist definition of inflation well, well that, okay that's what i'm referring to like why wouldn't it mean that because you just I'll explain. I'll explain my salary didn't match the inflation yet my my salary didn't raise by like three percent but everything else rose by three percent in price right well for starters your salary should increase every year by more than three percent you should be asking for a well, raise my friend here's a reality it doesn't well <laughs> unless then, you change your job uh, oh yeah well then you should change your job you should quit you should you should negotiate. yeah i know but like it okay well let's not talk about this but 
trust me, salaries don't grow as fast. And again, if they, they even if um, like housing market, like right now, why it's going crazy because Fed and like uh, what is it? They made the rates are low. All that stuff. That's like now housing market is like a huge bubble again. You're being priced out, right? Your cash that you had worth less, right? You hold a lot of cash. Well, not anymore, but I used to. But I can imagine a lot of people do hold cash or had cash, and they like even if I wasn't wasn't even even if I if I if I wasn't in a cryptocurrency right now, like I I don't know I would feel stupid sitting on my cash because it's like what the hell it's like you, you I'm losing money. Yeah, huh? why 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 would you hold cash? Well, what else left? You're basically telling me like not do cryptocurrency. Uh, stock market is overblown. Uh, what real estate is out of question because it's just so expensive. What else do I buy? A car? Do I just buy things? And by the way, that's what people probably do. And they know inflation is coming. It becomes self-fulfilling prophecy. They said buying things like for a year in front. Buying couches, well, TVs, and everything before inflation skyrocket. So, Anton, one thing at a time. Let's one, two, one thing at a time. For starters, inflation, by definition, is when uh, goods and services go up in 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 uh, currency terms. So, for example, if if it costs ten, you know, units to get a haircut, and then it costs twenty, we would say that's inflation, hundred percent inflation, right? So, in the last six weeks. The U.S. dollar has probably experienced about 0.4% inflation. Bitcoin has experienced 100% inflation. That's the difference. So Bitcoin is really, really bad as a store value because it's extremely inflationary. And then later, Bitcoin's going to become very deflationary. And that's also bad. You learn that in economics. It caused the Great Depression in Japan where uh, uh, stagflation, where, or, or uh, what's it called? Um a deflationary spiral where people held on to cash in Japan and the cash became more and more valuable as time went on and 10 years of economic growth were lost and the population was like devastated like Japan went from being a superpower to to being in the back back seat globally <clears throat> and that's because of deflation deflation is really bad it's not good a healthy amount of inflation is like 1 to 3% where it's a tiny amount it's very predictable in a five-year, ten-year period, you can easily make plans because you have expectations that your money is more or less going to be the same. And it also uh, has some other uh, clever benefits to it. But these are all things you learn in economics, you know. So that's that's the first. I mean, what you're noticing with prices going up, you're 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 possibly right. You're also talking about industries that rely on transportation in a time of COVID. So it's possible that prices simply change. The housing market bubble is a bubble. It's not everywhere in the world. It's just in Canada. Canada is the number one country in the world no, 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 experiencing you're wrong. housing no, you're bubble. wrong. In Russia, too. Crazy. Double. 100%. In Russia, because, where? Because, because of material cost increase. My dad was just built. My, my, my dad is building a house, and we were just talking about it, how he said, like, I'm so lucky I bought this whole, like, I, he just finished his house. And he started, he bought land before COVID started. And uh, and he bought all the materials also before COVID started. But now he said all his materials that he is like, he buys like 
some extra material. And he said like, price is doubled, just simply doubled. And his land doubled in price too, because just inflated as hell. Um, so he said like his house now is double in price. I mean, it's amazing for, for him to sell it now because he's gonna make double profit. Um, but also like if he wants to buy something after that, he can't because it, it kind of like negates the whole thing, right? He kind of will hold cash, but now he is cash power is like just like last year, basically. But what he basically kind of did is essentially uh, protected his uh, investment from inflation sort of like because everything is doubled so therefore he has as much money as before that's what basically is happening to him i mean he's not selling the house but i'm saying that's what would happen to him right um but now material cost all of his stuff like metal wood like raw material i mean like if he has to do like some like uh, uh whatever construction part uh, stuff it's all doubling prices and it's in Russia. Here it's kind of like still in control, but in Russia it's not in control at all. So uh, I, I, I don't agree with you that inflation is good. I, I get it. Inflation is so, good so here, for... Here's the thing, Anton, right? Like I, I literally pulled up the charts the other day for housing yeah. prices in like large cities around the world. And Canada was ranked number one for growth in the last 10 years. Russia didn't even make the list. So like what your dad said, that's a data point. It might be true in his particular, uh, um, what's it called, city, in his particular circumstance. It could be because of raw materials or whatever. But, like, obviously, not saying... every way. It's not an even data, of course. Because, okay, in Russia, it's not in the first place because you do average, right? And there's so much land in Russia, so many places where you could actually go. But, and it, you know, like that deflates the average price, right? Like, there's a lot of people well, who want to buy. It looks like we're even talking about different things. I'm talking about housing prices, and you're talking about raw materials. No, no, no. I'm saying I'm... his house costs double now because raw materials cost double. So therefore, to build a house, yes, but costs most double. of the cost of a house is land. It's not raw materials. Maybe, maybe I should. Unless, right. of course, but you still, live in a place still, that's not still. that's not in a city. Mm. In which case, you're right. But I, what I'm talking One about second. is. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. What I'm talking about is like Vancouver, right? Vancouver, yeah. you know, Burnaby, Coquitlam, like, you know, cities like Toronto, Montreal, cities where the land is expensive because there's a limited amount of it yeah. and people are moving to the cities and they're speculating. It's not Sorry, like... Sorry, wait, Canada, Canada has a limited amount of land? No, in the city. Oh, in the city, yeah. Yeah. Well, like, exactly. Of course, there's an infinite, if you want, if you don't want to, if, if you're okay with commuting, Go live on the North Pole. It's free. Like, no one's going to stop you, right? The problem is that people want to be close to things, and so there's a limited amount of close proximity, and there's slightly more farther away proximity, and there's even more further away proximity. So, for example, Coquitlam is, is, is less exciting to be than Vancouver. Sure. Um, but... Uh, um, but both experience a bit of a increase. Not In your bit, case, it's quite you... a lot, hundred k. Like we've been watching prices; they're quite like not a little bit. It's it's a substantial move. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, but you're talking about the um, the uh, the largest housing explosion in the world right now is is in Canada. 
Sure. Anyway, I, I'm going to let you with your thoughts. Sorry, continue. No, but but the point is, is that. So here's the bigger picture, Anton. Um, you're kind of a case study for me. <laughs> I'm I'm, a, I'm an idiot ape uh, patient. That <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. It's, it's the opposite. It's the <laughs> you're, opposite. You're my case study. I feel like a you're like a um, like a professor who is like has a <laughs> a patient. Okay. <laughs> well, so the problem is that you know it's kind of like. You're a guy. So just just imagine this. Imagine I go to you and I'm like, Anton, you're not going to believe it. There's this hot girl that texted me and she said she's a local Russian near me and she wants to immediately have sex and she wants to ask for my credit card number. And, you know, you, you asked me like, Aviv, so have you gotten messages from girls before? And I'm like, no, no, girls never talk to me. I never uh, can, can see girls outside. I, I, uh, I'm very bad with women. And you're like, okay, well, how did you meet her? It's like, oh, she reached out to me. Or like, I, you know, I was just on Facebook and she just reached out. And you say, okay, this sounds like a scam. You know, mm -hmm. sounds like it's not a real person. Sounds like it's a bot. Uh -huh. Sounds like it's fake. And the problem is like, um, I'm, you know, because this is something that I care about, I'm going to be like, no, no, look, 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 she's, she's got pictures and she's real and she's messaging me and, and she's saying real things and she's asking for my credit card. But listen, you know, let's be real. Girls ask for money. Girls need money. So how is this any different than uh, a girlfriend that needs fancy gifts and things, you know, like how's this any different? Um, and so the, 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 the problem is that in this case, you're essentially trying to convince me of the thing that I know best and that you know least. Mm -hmm. Um, and so you like, <sighs> how is everyone so delusional then? So many, like <laughs> Anton, we keep running in circles. Everyone is delusional because it's a bubble. That's the, that is the definition of bubble. Lots right. of idiots being delusional. The madness of crowds is that people become delusional, be, not even because they're dumb, but because everyone around them is becoming delusional. It starts with a few people, it grows, and then it gets to a, a tipping point with a critical mass, and then it explodes like it already did. NFTs are on the way out. All the numbers are really devastating for NFTs. Like they have a few weeks left. When you when you say out. when you say when you say devastating, like if someone like lost a lot of money, like when you say that what do you mean devastating numbers it's just no people stop buying like there's less money being circulated in in a um in nft like when we say nft right now we're specifically actually talking about only art world like we shouldn't even say nft because nft is just a technology artists use right now for uh, uh selling and buying with like collectors right yeah i'm looking here NFTs peaked. Uh, yeah, we've. Yeah, I told you about like it's like uh, last week there were some numbers being released that it's been crashed and everybody's so dramatic about it. But yet on Friday oh, I made Jesus. sales. Yeah, I, 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 again, you know, that's a data point. So like, yeah. you know, God, God bless you. That, that that's, that's yeah. fantastic to hear. But you're also like you realize that those people that are that are like doing it, mm -hmm. they're gonna lose interest because everything they care about is also deflating. And, and, and like evaporate. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? What happens to 99% of art, you know, in, in the history of art every time? 
99% of art will go into nowhere or uh, will lose its value, right? And only 1% is going to stay. Like, for example, there will be some artwork that will be protected, not just by technology. Like, even if technology fails, there will still be this JPEG file, right? The act of sale, whatnot. Like, let's say NFT technology collapses tomorrow and um, right now have this dead technology piece. Like, I mean, the artwork will still stay. It's just going to be this hash thing will will be um, meaningless at this point, right? I mean, it's Beanie Babies, dude. Like, they're still Beanie Babies. And they're not, not, no, 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 no. Absolutely different. And uh, I, that's why I, I have probably uh, expertise on that a little bit, why it's wrong comparison. Um, the artwork itself cannot lose the value. I mean, if, for example, what will be hard to, to do, though, is to prove that you actually the one who bought it. And in fact, the artwork you have is actually came from the artist. Because I told you, we, talk, we, we talked about it. That's what really artwork is about. Um, I mean, the value and price action and why collectors want to collect specifically this JPEG file. Anton, that's the opposite. It, uh, it'll be the easiest to say, Anton sold me this hash. The problem, I understand. hard part, will be that no one will give a shit about Anton's oh, hash. Oh, that's what you worry about? No, I don't think so. Well, uh, I have a data no one, here no one, no one will care about March the hashing. No, no. You, you're right. 150 no, million no. US dollars per week sales. May 7th, a couple months later, March, April, May. We'd we'll be later, arguing about the wrong things. 325 million today, 10 million. It's down like 95%. Yeah, so what it says, people don't buy as much anymore because the uh, crazy part of it happens already. There was like peak media happen. Everyone who wanted to buy and sell something, done it. It's not going to be, It's like, obviously it's going to go crash at some point. It can go forever up and up, right? Of course like, it can. Amazon goes up. No, I mean, like, don't, don't forget this price action. Productive is only... things go up. <laughs> Unproductive things bubble and then collapse. Well, now you basically said that art is a productive thing. No, that's the difference. That's what I'm saying. The art world is expanding. Movies are an example of art. Cinematography, it only goes up. There's only more okay, money we every have year to, in we have to We have to isolate ourselves to specifically art world that is not movies or even uh, music because that's kind of like separate industries that being really... Um, like, I mean, I, I don't know. I think that even digital art, it goes up. Because no, I understand. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying, no, it doesn't go up. That's the thing. Um, I think, don't, I think, we're talking about 99, I'm telling you again, 99% of art will be worthless and will not be in the history of books. Like no one will remember. It, people will get paid for it, for sure. Some will buy artwork, like my artwork for $1,000, right? But that person probably will not be able to sell my artwork in a hundred years or like ten years because I might not make it. I will be unfamous still, or uh, or whatever. Or maybe someone will buy it from you and say, "I bought it for a thousand. I'll sell it for fifteen hundred. Big deal." Um, you just keep it up with inflation. Let's say it doesn't matter. This we argue in absolutely two different things. Even if NFT technology will go out of the window, right? Let's say it will collapse, as you say, um, it will be just simply been proven uh, as a uh, scam and people, oh, shit, okay. But then 
people who collected your artwork through this NFT technology and have it as a NFT technology part, like, I mean, just this hash thing, right? And whatnot, they will have to somehow find a way to legitimize or continue legitimacy of their work. And what I bet what's going to happen to all this work that been bought for like a ton of money, like over a million, like hundred thousands of dollars, they will find a way to prove it. They will say, oh, all right, um, I'm holding this piece. This gallery proves that it's an original piece. We will sell it to you. We will find out some other way to like, we will hire some coder to preserve the, like um, the, uh, that the work is original or whatnot, somehow find a way to continue this digital thing to be digital and can, uh, keep the authenticity of that work. That's what the difficulty will actually be. If technology will die, let's say, right? That's what people will start trying to do. And they will only do this to the works that been sold to for a lot of money because they want to preserve their value. Everyone else who buys my work for like 15 tesos might just like, ah, big deal. Fuck it. I lost 15, te- like uh, 15 bucks. No big deal. Right. Well, 50 bucks, but yeah, go on. 15. I'm, I'm just, I don't want to count. Yeah, exactly. So like 50, I lost 50 bucks. I'm not going to bother trying to make this work valuable or they will just sit on it and wait. And they're like, uh, keep the hash. They will make sure everything like all this dead technology stays in place. Like a preserve, like a, a like a, like a antique. And I, one day, hopefully Anton will become famous. I will dust off this file. I'll find all the original codes about it, whatnot, like all this dead uh, uh, Tezos blockchain technology, whatnot, like whatever pieces I need to in, in order to, pre- to prove that it's original work. And like, hey guys, I have this this famous, actually famous artist work. After twenty years, like now it's like worth like hundreds of thousands of dollars because Anton become famous suddenly, and Anton sells it in those numbers. Now this fifty bucks becomes something else. I have to somehow find a way to prove that it's original work, and now I can sell it to someone. That's what's going to happen. I'm telling you. If even if this whole system will die, that's what's going to happen. So. Um, this, the, and that's what's so beautiful about our work, at least, that even if this whole system, as you said, go down to the toilet and we, we find out that this, this is actually not preserving the value, not able to be unhackable, not able to, uh, uh, or let's say Tesla just go down to nowhere, let's say it will die as a company because they find out the, the, uh, the original uh, creators are all scammers and uh, run away with money and that's what's probably likely to happen. Uh, Anton, here's what's going to happen. So, yeah. What? Things have already dipped for the NFTs by like 90%. Yeah, We're but when you say another... that, it doesn't say that the technology is dead. I mean, it just says that people don't buy as much anymore. Google Glass is also technically not dead, right? Again, don't compare art to this. We're not talking about this te- like as a technology. We're talking about art being in that technology. There's a little... Involvement. Here's what's going to happen. NFTs are down 90%. Now, you are a small fish. What you're saying is not NFTs are down 90%. What you're saying is artwork on this blockchain thing is 90%. Let me, let me, let me rephrase. Because that's what, that's what's really happening. People don't buy NFTs. NFTs, The trading of NFTs is down 90%. Sure. Okay. It's going to go down another 90%. So whatever group that remains, they're going to get cut by 90% in about a month. That's just how things look right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, it could pump. It could, but it's been going down so quickly for so long. And 
you know, NFTs are so laughed at right now that you literally have companies like Playboy trying to bet their last dollar on it just so they can get a company out of the ground. This is well, just that's, like Kodak. That, that's, again, different parties involved in the same thing. This is different. And people making fun of NFTs from this like a, a low energy, like a low effort NFT works that pumping out no, by like different it celebrities. Mean people are making fun of it because they think it's retarded that you can NFT a tweet. Now you're jumping from a different subject. That That's fine. But the, the, if you think it's retarded, you can NFT a tweet. It's the same as saying NFT. A painting, oh, oh NFT. boy. Uh, oh, oh boy. Uh, Aviv, I'm going to introduce you to Art World again. Literally, literally just now, one artist sold uh, invisible artwork for $18,000. I'm not going to lie how much. It's, it's in, in that range. It's $15,000. $20,000. If we're going to talk about absolutely ridiculously how stupid art world is and the creative industry is, there's literally just now in conventional art world, the artwork being sold where the guy just took a picture of like, well, he did is just marked the square in a random spot somewhere in Italy, I don't know, somewhere in Europe. And he said, in this location is like is invisible art piece. And he sold it. So if you want to talk about <laughs> ridiculousness, that's at least you buy JPEG file, at least something to look at. You basically buy nothing from an artist. So the problem here, Anton, is that simply making a point that something is dumb doesn't mean that your like uh, dumb idea is okay because something else is dumb. No, like that's dumb and this is dumb. There are two dumb things. That's all. No, it's, it's not like, even. No, you think not... I'm a bad person? Hitler <clears throat> murdered 22 million. No, Aviv, Aviv, Aviv. It's not. We 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 argue it absolutely two different things. We we we. we were, I agree with you that NFT technology might go down tomorrow, as you said, like 90 percent down, 90 percent down, like every every. It's already gone month. down 90 percent. Yeah, fine, fine. It might. It will happen. It's okay. It's happened and it can will continue to happen. Yeah. Yeah, but that's just this aspect. The art world didn't go anywhere. Art is still making works. They still want to make digital no, no, work. No, art is fine. Digital work is doing better than ever. It's NFTs that are out the door. But 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 right now the only things that being NFTs used for is art. So when you say that, it's actually just art. So firstly, NFTs are mostly not for art. NFTs are mostly for things like CryptoPunks and Binance punks. Yeah, it's part of but but you could just okay, well you could argue that this is also art. Don't forget that. It's like it's still a visual thing that a lot of people put a lot of meaning into and they put value into it. It's no different than art, but art Yeah, has. but I mean, is this what the art world like knows yeah, about? Yeah, dude, Sotheby's just selling a CryptoPunk for like I don't know, 1.5 million, I'm not sure, some ridiculous number. They're selling a picture of CryptoPunk. That's art. CryptoPunks is art. I mean, it's been like legitimized and by Sotheby's or I'm not sure who, yeah, Sotheby's, I believe. Okay, like, well then Sotheby's is retarded. When when we when we're talking about NFTs at this point in time, whatever else they promise, they don't do yet. It's all just art, whatever vi visual, audio, uh, entertainment media. Let's say like this. It's uh, just uh, like visually audio stimulating uh, mediums. Nothing else. It's not being used for like uh, I don't know. Uh, doing some financial systems and whatnot, or like making oil system being run through 
crypto uh, blockchain of some kind um or smart like uh, via smart contracts it doesn't do that at all right it's all just like simply artists selling collectors something you could just say it simply like this through, via nft technology and if, and if nft technology tomorrow will, will be dead and proven wrong there will have to be something else coming along because we just realized we had something we were missing and now we know what it was again anton but basically not even it it's not that there was something missing it's that a lot of people just wanted an easy way out no i'm talking no no okay you you you're not realizing that a lot of digital artists been completely dismissed for like since the beginning it's been people could only make in, in digital art industry like uh, digital artwork the only people who made money is like vfx artists who, who would be making like marvel movies that's where the skills that they had could be used only they couldn't do simply their art i mean they, they've done it but it wouldn't be taken seriously or it wouldn't be collected for serious money like life-changing money when people would like give up their vfx job at marvel and go full-time being an artist they couldn't couldn't do that i mean some did because they've probably been been uh, somehow monetize it better than others or uh, did a very niche uh, thing as a VFX artist and they've been able to make good money on it but it doesn't matter the point is like they weren't able to do what they wanted as artists express themselves simply via digital media and being paid for it it only just now started happening for the last half a year when NFT technology suddenly become a way for digital artists to be recognized and legitimized that's what happened even if NFT technology will disappear tomorrow, now we know what we've been missing as digital artists, and now we have to get some sort of replacement for that. If NFT technology will go down, something else will have to take its place. And if there's opportunity here for some um, programmers will come up with that technology. I think like some platforms like Rarible and Nifty Gateway will not even go anywhere. They'll just like, okay, all right, Ethereum is dead. Uh, all blockchain happened to be a scam damn it but we have a platform there's collectors we have who is interested have money it's all what do we do away, dude it's all gonna go away i you just haven't been through this so. before you just haven't been here in like 2017 2018 yeah you but it didn't go away didn't it? it's, it's here we are after three years it's still no here. no no dude dude it <laughs> Pumping. went away hard every company went bankrupted it was crazy i know but something else replaced it no, no, it just what happened was Tether came in and, and then and then injected a ton of money and then people were given a lot of well, money from the federal government. But it becomes smarter. It's not like something stupid as ICO. Oh, it became way worse, dude. It became way... And NFTs are way dumber than ICOs. Hands down. ICOs can actually be somewhat mm. coherent, but NFTs are not. Right. NFTs are incoherent. Oh, well, because man. You're, not... you, you're, always, you're always like uh, leaving me with... I mean, that's where the conversation can can end right now. I, I understand maybe we're living through the scam. I just want to, um, like, I feel like what needs to happen for you to even be productive about just saying that, it has to be what has to happen to replace it. What has to happen? There's definitely a need for, for, for something like this. So I get that. It's It sucks because I'm not telling you I have the answer. All I'm telling you is the charlatan who does say he has the answer is a liar. And it sucks because you're like, well, do you have the answer? And it's like, no, I don't. It sucks. I don't have the answers. But I'm also not asking for your time and your money. 
right? Which is what NFTs are doing for a lot of people. It's a lot of time and a lot of money. No, it's not um, NFTs. No, NFTs don't do anything. Of course, scammers that jump on NFTs. No, one second. All that's happening right now, I'm being transferred money directly without any gallery involvement. Like for me, for example, I basically increased my exposure to potential collectors, not just in my town, not just to my friend circle, not some people who know me. I I, I increase it like like all around the world, and it's instant. Like Anton, I as your friend, to... as your friend, let's pretend yeah. like I was your manager. Like all I cared about yeah. was you selling as much art as possible so that you could quit your job, right? Sure. I would tell you as your manager, I would say, Anton, I'm glad you made a little bit of money in this NFT space, mm -hmm. but things are looking grim here. You need to find a different medium to sell your work. Right. Like NFTs are not the right way to go. And you could say, well, what's the other solution? What's the other way? Something needs to replace it. And I'll be like, listen, listen, I don't know, but you need to, you need to pivot because- What um, to pivot though? I mean, for, it's not like- I have to change my ways. All I have to do is just not to post my work on uh, on this platform. And uh, then I'm going to ask you, okay, manager, sell my work. Here's a JPEG file. Go. <laughs> what are you going to do? You know what I mean? When you said pivot, um, there's no way to pivot. Like before that, all I was doing is just essentially do my digital, digital work and try to like maybe paint it and sort of so I can convince all these geezers and people who have no imagination that, oh, digital artwork can also be, I mean, JPEG file or video file can also be artwork that you can buy. People would dismiss it. And sure, once NFT go away, I will be again, I will just go back to my little corner, it will be dismissed again, but I will have to continue doing digital work. And then I'll just go uh, uh, hire like a, I'll just rent a space and then put a bunch of TVs up and I'm going to display my art on the TV and I say, buy the TV with artwork inside of it. Maybe that's what I'm going to have to do. Will they buy it then? NFT's a scam. So why don't you buy my JPEG like this? Here, it's me, Anton. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, will I, if I will be able to convince people to do that, fuck it. Yeah, I don't screw, I screw NFTs where I can do this instead. I just feel like I will have much harder time to do so, right? Because now collector will, okay, I'll buy it from you for 400 bucks. And then he will go and literally email his, uh, my file to 20 people and somehow like find to sell it like $4,000 or something, I don't know. And then my reputation will be in a can, you know, in a can. Yeah, I mean, again, <clears throat> So let's, let's, let's end it by saying this. Um, there's clearly let's not, a problem. Let's not, let's not end it. Let's just talk about something else because I feel like we're just going to be constantly going circles about this whole, this whole thing. Yeah. And it's kind of like my life right now. Like this is all I do. <laughs> um, I, I, I think you're going to, you're like going to, you're like a Peter Schiff right now. You're going to have a hard time until you write. <laughs> well, the problem is that I showed up too late, right? That's the uh -huh. issue. The what issue do you mean is that you I'm, showed I'm, up too I, no, I mean that I I'm right too, early, too quickly. That's no, I, I, th I think for you, you, you don't need just to say people it's a scam. You have to sort of like show facts that can be easily understood, like not easily, but at least somewhat accessible uh, to people. 
like it's easy to say a scam because everybody thinks it's a scam but yet everyone is still in it you know what i mean it's like yes it's a scam but i want to run it you know you know what i mean um i i feel like for you to monetize not even monetize but sort of like uh be different than others is like sort of like either show alternative to this whole thing which you probably don't have uh um or at least provide some sort of like a, or keep just doing this like as a providing facts in one day you're gonna just like i told you so you know and okay. you're gonna and you're gonna become famous on twitter or this is the guy who was warning us all along he provided all the facts here and we, we refuse to see it here you go you know what i mean it's sort of like you're basically setting yourself up for that so just that's maybe the best thing to do is so so my uh, my my four episodes of my podcast just crossed two thousand views. That's um, amazing, man. Um, like, the the honest to god serious problem is that I just showed up to this uh, to this uh, you know ringing the 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 scam alarm like way too too late. Um, what do you mean too late? Well, for example, the price of crypto has already peaked and it's it's unlikely to recover. Like like the, the bear market is quickly setting in. This mm-hmm. is this is the end for like everything like th- things are coming to an end. And the mm-hmm. thing is, is that it's like unclear right now, like, oh, maybe it pumps double, maybe. But like if it doesn't in like like a week or two or three, it's over, man. It's been it's been down a lot. Cardano's down a lot. Bitcoin's down a lot. Everything's down a lot. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't recover really soon, people are just leaving. They're just they're bored. They're tired. Yeah, I mean, there, there, there will be a lot of people who will leave, but... Um, well, yeah, I mean, uh, speculators I, I, will leave, and it's only speculators, yeah. so that's that's yeah. your situation. Um, I, I don't think so. I, I Again, fuck. What, 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 what I can say, I don't think so, but I have nothing to So here's for. the thing, right? If I told you Amazon... I'm just judging by... I'm just by, judging by, like, overall, like, uh, what's happening, like, you know, like, judging what like, I see on social media and whatnot. Right, which is like, what a bubble or, or, would, 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 would dictate yeah um right i i don't i don't know i i don't i don't i think what's gonna happen a lot of people who um either already made life changing money they will just exit they've already left it long time ago or they already left um well in that case all the left is people who like holding backs yeah holding back but again like um yeah, it's gonna be stupid them <laughs> to do that holding like Yeah, and, and by the way, when I say holding bags, I mean I hate to say this, but I they're mean they're gonna you. have to sell at loss. Well, it is it's not even about loss. It's like you're holding a token, you're not holding actual productive assets. That token is quickly um losing value. And maybe you'll never sell the token. Okay, uh-huh. that's fine. A lot of people from twenty seventeen never sold. There's a list of about two thousand coins that are dead. That people have mm. never sold, and they're all dead. It's like two thousand of them. It's not even like one or two. What do you mean like that, that people died? No, no. It's oh. just that it, oh, the the <laughs> you don't even know how tokens die, dude. This is hilarious. But no, they just become so illiquid that no exchange wants to list it, and they're they're not tradable anywhere. And oh, you today, mean like some some obscure weird tokens you're talking about? I mean not, like mainstream tokens, a year after the bubble, become obscure shit coins that no one gives a shit about. No, but you're not talking about Bitcoin. You're talking about some shit coins that no one remembers. Well, you don't even hold Bitcoin, right? You hold you hold Cardano, you hold like Ether, you hold Tezos. So you hold like literally shit coins. 
<laughs> like Bitcoin may survive, sure. But you're not even holding that. You're holding like more speculative, more pumpy tokens, right? Cardano, literally, there's not a single ATM in the world that sells Cardano. Not a single right. online store accepts Cardano. No right. drug market, which is, by the way, the number non number one non-speculative use case. Not a single drug market, online darknet, is going to use Cardano because it's retarded. Why would they? So there's nothing propping it up. There's only speculation. That's, that's, the, that's the concern of a bubble is that there's nothing that actually keeps things alive. It's like, for example, let's say I told you Amazon's great. It's going to be everywhere. You're like, man, it's just a bubble. You're just talking. And I'm like, mm, I don't know. I'm looking at these revenue numbers, looking at all these sales, looking at all these packages. No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not talking about legitimacy of, of the sales and whatnot. I'm just talking there's, about... Exactly, because there's no already, legitimacy. It, it already ran. It already ran what? I mean, the, the price is already so much up. There's no way to go for it for Amazon. I feel like it will take a couple of years. No, for, to... dude, no, no. Amazon, people said that about Amazon five, 10 years ago. Yeah, and they had to wait for five, 10 years to, to make it actually like go up. No, like five, 10 years ago, people were like, man, Amazon is so big. How can it get any bigger? And then it got bigger. Oh, I see what you mean. No, I mean, it. It. I don't think, well, I don't care how big it is. It's It's about like how much, um, because they they spend all of their money. They weren't profitable until like last few years. Right. And now they're profitable because even when they were unprofitable, they still had revenue. They still had sales. They still had growing numbers, users, non-speculative users. There's mm -hmm. nobody using Cardano well, that isn't a speculative. I, I understand I'm, I'm because they're releasing their whatever. Um, they have like a schedule. It's just a scam tactic, dude. People said that in 2017. So. They said, oh, just wait, please, just wait. They're about to release. Mm. And now we're 2021. Please wait. They're about to release. Okay. 2028. Please wait. Like, And every time, it's just a bunch of young people. Like, you're, you're, you're a good case study because you showed up in, in November, December, or January, right? You showed up, like, very late to the party. Or, like, not, not too late. Like, not late like people who showed up in May. You showed up, like, the average kind of like a little bit ahead of the of the party mm -hmm. you you could have made more money but you're you're sticking around way too late which is why you're going to end up losing more money if anything you might lose more money than you put in unfortunately i mean it's unlikely because you have this nfts but you know you're, you're an excellent case study like i'm another example right what what did i do i was here well before i wasn't even very much speculating i was i was using it for to undermine governments and then it exploded out of my control and then i got the fuck out right you know and um and whose money am i taking i'm taking all of your money that's what's sad is that i i literally have tons of money and it just belongs to people that invested in crypto who think there's more money coming in there's not like my money's gone how do you sleep at night I don't. That's that's the thing, Anton. Oh, shut the fuck up. Can no, you stop no, no. This? That's why I'm making a fucking podcast. Is because oh, I... come on. Don't don't do this bullshit. Enjoy. You deserve it. You 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 did exactly what's supposed to do. Like and screw everyone else who are idiots. One thing, Anton, you don't realize <laughs> is that I also got scammed. I came here to build a product that that attacks government. Instead, I'm now shilling for the government, begging the government to come in and murder and rape oh. every person involved in this scam. Oh my God. Okay, so you're so smart, but you're so somehow fucking naive sometimes. It's insane. I don't even know if you're like... 
You, Wait, I mean, it's, I'm it's sorry, wire, one sec, one sec. You're pushing wire. NFTs and you're telling me I'm naive because I'm using distributed systems to undermine governments? My name is mentioned in Europol, by the way. Wow. Yeah. What, did you have to, did you have, to, so what, when you, when you now go to Europe, do you have to like go in a special room and talk <laughs> and see someone? You know what I mean? I mean, maybe, I don't know. Like I haven't been there since, but we'll see like maybe, because if you, if you look at what I've worked on, the product I worked on was mentioned by Europol as being uncrackable and currently used by a lot of large dark nefarious organizations. Did you hear that the government recently, uh, I did. Like um, they yep. had like a Trojan horse app. Yep. That, the, yeah. I got was an affidavit for my legal team today. Was it, was it, was it that what was it? it? No, it wasn't your app, right? It wasn't it yours. No, it's huh? completely unrelated. Completely oh, okay. unrelated. Okay. Yeah. Why but did anyways, you, why did you receive affidavit? Were you going to uh, testify? No, because I, I, this is relevant to me. And the affidavit is the only piece of news that isn't tampered by the stupid journalism. So I had my legal team go and pull the affidavit for me. You have a legal advisor, like a. I have like two legal teams. Yes, uh, I have an American oh. legal team and I have a Canadian legal team. Yes. What do you mean team? Like what is it? Ten people? More than one. <laughs> it's several people. How much do you have to pay a lot of money for that? Yes. This you year, pay from I'll your pay... pocket? The... No, my my company backs oh, me, oh, and I, I have something like you know fifty grand in legal fees this year. I mean, they have to do it for you because it's in their best interest to provide you with that, right? That's right. Oh, okay. So are you okay? You're not, uh, not going to go to I'm, jail? I'm, I'm fine, but um, I'm, I, I'm not going to jail, and that's that's not the concern. But the, the point is, is that what I do is, and what, I, and what I've been wanting to do, was help companies spread privacy and undermine governments because I don't trust governments not to turn fascist. And I worked for a privacy company, and now that company was attacked by the U.S. government. So quite frankly, what the, did you the, the six-figure money that I make in, in, in Bitcoin, you think mm -hmm. I give a shit about that, dude? My career might be over because all of this, this space is completely rotten to the core. Six figures is so small compared to, like, career and, like, everything else. I think you will be fine. I feel like your brains will make it anywhere no i i what, what, what you're not realizing is that <sighs> i mean you, they will ruin your reputation that no one wants to work with you anymore no it's just this whole thing isn't good news and you're still like you're still like playing the bongo and and like saying yeah this is good news good news and i'm like dude the music is gonna stop like that's why my podcast is called When the Music Stops, because the music will stop. And when it does, it's going to get really awkward. Um, I mean, look, 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 at the end of the day, I'm glad you're still selling your NFTs, right? But I wouldn't mm -hmm. be so gung-ho excited. Like, I would like you have nothing to lose, right? You didn't start an NFT company. You didn't marry an NFT wife. You oh, didn't, no. like, whatever. No. You, you, you just sold a few fucking pictures on NFTs. Okay, so you made three <sighs> grand. Congratulations. By the way, you made more money selling art to me than NFTs. Correct or incorrect? Uh, actually, yeah, that's true. That's, that's true. true. That's exactly uh, true. No, actually, no, not anymore. <laughs> well, f well, wait, wait, wait until Tezos drops a little bit and then... And then yeah, and that's then, true. Yeah. That yeah. is true. Exactly. So you also spent 48 hours arguing with me about uh -huh. how I'm wrong, even though I'm, I'm your number I'm one not saying, purchaser I'm... of real art. 
I'm the number one client and I bought your digital art. Well, everything, everything I do is a real art. <laughs> well, uh, as a consumer, I you see, you see, we still think of it differently. You're touching and my NFT work that it's because it's attached to NFT. It's not real anymore. No, That's I'm saying that it hangs on my wall. It's real. No, I know, but okay. Well, exactly. That's what you are the problem. <laughs> like that's why I'm struggling because it is like you who oh I can hang it on my <laughs> I can't hang JPEG file on my wall, so I'm not gonna pay three thousand dollars for it. Well, w one thing you should you should seriously ask yourself is like, you know, when you think of art, right? So who, who, I mean, I mean. Let's be real. Every any person who's an, an artist, right? Like so, for example, I'm making a podcast. Technically, I'm an artist of, of some kind, right? I have to like do some audio editing. I have to like think of good questions. I have to like make content. I'm a content creator. A lot of what I'm doing now is like, what does everyone else want? It's not like what I want to make. It's what everyone else wants. It starts with, oh, I would love to do something about this, but then immediately it's turning to what everyone else wants. Maybe people don't want to buy JPEGs. Right. I mean, like j just in the simple context. Right. But people love to buy prints. Right. Maybe companies like companies that do digital marketing would love to buy JPEGs. If you can do beautiful artwork for companies, do it. Like there's so many different ways to to um, to do it. But just saying, like, how come the average guy doesn't just buy JPEGs for me? It's like, well, now you're basically just telling me work for a corporate company who's going to be telling me how they want it, what they want, what kind of how they have to look or like start your own company well what kind of company but that, that does a company that sells art in, 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 in a way that like it well, why is sense. it stupid well because uh, when you say company sells art that sounds stupid because people don't buy art from a company they buy art from artists they that's why people like the story oh this is by this artist they're not going to say this is by this company I mean, I could have my own studio, but the studio will do something kind of like my, like does something for another company as a product, like graphical design of some kind, like graphics and visuals for some sort of company that can be art directed by me, but still I'm going to have a boss, my client who going to tell me what kind of direction they want. Oh, um, there shouldn't be this because it's going to provoke a sensitive issues that today like not supposed to be rose but i want to draw a piece of shit on the on the pe person's face no 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 our product is about like <laughs> drinks well maybe we no one wants to that. buy pieces of shit on someone's face i'm just, maybe, I'm like, just you see what i mean like i'm saying that it's absolutely you want to have the freedom to draw shit on people's face exactly or a swastika with shit you know a shit swastika <laughs> a shit swastika yeah all right well this be has canceled. been great this has been really good um, I think we have it. I think we have what we need for our first episode. Exactly. Um, I'm going to be canceled tomorrow. So do, <laughs> so do you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm going to say you. it's you provoked me to that conversation. Anton, thank you so much. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll do this again. That's it. You're done.